Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. This is your guide to dating and getting social in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City. I'm Cheryl Besner, your founder of Solo in the City. And today I am pleased to announce that Erica Diamond, the founder of WomenOnTheFence.com, plus motivational speaker, you know, guru to so many women who are looking to redefine and get off that fence is also one of her apps she created. She is my co-host for today. Welcome. I'm so thrilled to be here co-hosting with you. Um, it's just a wonderful uh, hour we're going to have together, and I'm I'm thrilled to be here. Me too. And and today's topic is a lot of fun, actually, because you know it's spring, and I just finished spring cleaning my house, and and we're going to be talking about spring cleaning our dating life, and well, our our love life in general. You know, anything that we love, and sometimes we have to really get rid of things to be able to make new room for those new pair of shoes. <laughs> it's the best feeling I say to purge and and I laugh because my husband is such a hoarder <laughs> and he can't let things go and I said just purge it it's so liberating. <laughs> and and I have to say for for me right now, you know, recently um I had a, a heck of a year and um you know with the loss of my brother last year and recently the loss of my dad, um so many things happening in business and a new relationship. I kind of decided, you know, recently not to, let's say, blog as much and everything, because I was redefining even where I am right at this minute. And it came down to me really feeling like I was cleaning out my personal space, you know, of a lot of sadness that happened, but a lot of growth that happened through all that. And uh, it resulted in me also cleaning out my house and and just putting it in order. It's that nesting thing that we have to do. I love nesting. And and my mom, who is, uh, I quote her a lot, she's um, she's a wonderful, smart lady. And she always says that nesting is just the most beautiful thing that you could do for yourself to nurture yourself. Mm -hmm. Because when we get things in order, we get our life in order, we sweep out the dust balls and all the negativity and in every sense of the sort of, you know, you know, picture of what spring cleaning is. It's it's a very it's rebirth, regeneration, and re- that's how renewal, you, renewal. Yeah, rejuvenating. And yeah. and actually, one of our guests today, she wrote a book about that. So we're we're going to have a great show all about that. But I also want to talk about some stuff that's going on out there right now because um, it's interesting. You know, with the um, elections coming up in the U.S. and what's going on. I mean, come on, it's very entertaining. <laughs> I mean, it should be something political and important. And instead, you know, we're in this. Um, kind of entertainment phase. Yeah, sometimes but, it's like watching a train wreck unravel on live television. But anyhow, I, I know. So, but out of this, you're gonna, you know, possibly laugh out there. But this is actually very serious. There is the birth of a new dating agency. I know. I your eyes are probably going up. It's called, it's called Maple Match. Guess what it means? Maple match. Tell us. Okay, so maple match. Well, we're Canadian. Ours, right. <laughs> we're the maple. Um, it's for Americans who want to get out of the Trump right, right. <laughs> rigmarole, oh and they're going to decide to marry Canadians. Oh my goodness. So if you want, um, it's it's crazy what's going on there. There are already something like twenty thousand love interests from America looking if he gets in that they want to marry Canadians. Oh my goodness. Did you see um, Ellen DeGeneres did a video on her show 
where there was a guy, a Canadian guy who came on, and I'm not quoting this word for word, but he's like, you know, people think Americans are so nice, maple syrup, Canada, clean, great people. He says, don't think about migrating north. We don't want you. <laughs> it was really funny. No, I missed that one. I missed it. But funny. in the meantime, there's a wait list for this. Wow. Okay, can you imagine? There's a wait list. I don't know. I always wanted to marry an American and move to New York. Right. And, you know, and, uh, well... Anyway, we won't talk about me wanting to get married again right now. But um, that's another day. That's another day. That's a whole other thing. Um, But um, it's it's funny that people are actually thinking if Trump gets in, I'm out and I'm going to marry a Canadian. I'm going to find a a, a hot, smart woman in Canada. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is a matchmaker um, from New York. She was actually on the show uh, quite a while ago, and uh, Janet Spindell and. She talked about the fact that she had a lot of American New York men who actually wanted to marry and and would ask to be fixed up with um, Quebec women. Maybe I'm biased. I think Quebec women are absolutely fantastic. Well, I really you do. Know, we are. I do. We, there's there's kind of like a, a great, well, our city has a great pulse. We have great food. We have, I mean, Montreal in the summer is su- such a special city. I think, you know, anywhere around the world, just not because not it's Canada. I mean, you can pop us anywhere around the globe. Montreal is a special city. I think the women are, I don't know. I, 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 We're I don't stylish. Bl- We're stylish. I don't blame these American guys. I think Quebec girls got it going on. We do. We do. And we have to own that. Right? Absolutely. We have to own that. Hashtag girl boss. Girl boss. A hundred percent. Anyway, I found that very, very interesting and um, a little bit of a hoot. And there was another thing that I saw. There was a woman. She was doing some renovations in her house and she found a love letter that a previous owner had put into the the um, gyp rock of the house and she found out who the owner was it was 51 years ago he wrote this love letter to his wife and she actually took it out of the wall found out where this man lives and brought it to him 51 years later isn't that romantic they should make a movie (laughs) out of this story i could see it i could see a movie being made that's unbelievable wow yeah so his name was rang langdon and um he now owns that and and that kind of uh, triggered something for me and this was something um that i wanted to touch on you know these love letters um i actually do something with a lot of the people that i work with and in the workshops that we do and i always suggest to a woman or a man when you're single and you're trying to decide the type of person you want to be with and also the, who you are i have a little thing that you can do and that is write a love letter but i suggesting two love letters The first one is you write a love letter that you would like to receive from the man Mm -hmm. talking about why he loves you, all your attributes. You know, this is kind of like your self-affirmation and what it is that you want to project out there and hoping that it's being received by the other person. So a love letter from him saying, dear Cheryl, I love you because, Mm -hmm. you know, and write it out. And then also you write one to the person that you want to be with, Mm -hmm. you know, all the attributes that you hope that your partner possesses. And there's two very important things that come out of that. Well, three, but um, for me, first and foremost is do the two things mirror each other? Yeah. You know, do you actually think that you'd be the right companion for the person who 
is writing to you. Do you come together on Do the same values? Do you come values? together? That's yeah. it. You know, so you're finding out your boundaries as well, and you also then can look at the letter. So, you know, I, I worked with one person, and she wrote the letter from the man to herself, and it was all these things that she hoped he sees, except when we went through it, she really didn't own all the things that she was hoping he would appreciate. Like I said, well, would you be doing these things for yourself? Are you that independent? And she was like, actually, no, I'm, I'm not that independent. And I said, well, how can he write that to you if you're not? And it gives you a kind of like the list of where to go and what to work on. Those are, those are great exercises. I think we can do them. Um, I think it's great for our love life. I think it's great um, career-wise with friends, with our children. I once read about something that, that said um, it was kind of like a list where your, your kids rate you. <laughs> yeah, I love And that. I don't know if you open yourself up to that. I don't that. know if I want my kids rating me. <laughs> but it's like I love when you... I love when you do this. I don't love when you do that. So when you do these kinds of let all the emotions flow, I think it's such a great learning experience for everyone. You learn about yourself. You learn about how you project yourself into this world. And can you change things? Can you improve things? So, well, we can, yeah. always, we can always change ourselves. We can't change anything else, but we Absolutely. can definitely change things about ourselves. So there's something um, I wanted to throw that out there once I read this. And I'm hoping people will grab those pieces of paper and try this exercise and just write. Just write it as if, you know, your love life depended on it. Coming up next, life coach Heidi Kranz tells us how to spring clean our dating life. You're listening to Soul in the City on CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to dating, mating, and relating. Welcome back to Soul in the City. Erica Diamond is joining me again today, and uh, we're about to welcome our guest today, Erica. Let's bring her on. Let's bring her on. So Heidi Kranz, she is a professional life coach and the founder of Reinvention Life Coaching, something that we all need to reinvent ourselves. Welcome to the show, Heidi. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think tonight is a great night uh, here in Montreal. I hope the same is there in New York City. And thank you for taking time uh, to join us. Really excited about it. So I, I want to kind of get into this because we're talking about spring cleaning our dating lives and our, and our relationship lives, let's say. And I want to know, like, for somebody who's been in a relationship for a long time, what do you say is the first step once they're divorced, to getting back there and cleaning out? Like, what's the first thing that they should clean out? So I think they really want to clean out um, whatever limiting beliefs they have about going forward, whatever is limiting um, them from recognizing that huge opportunity is is ready and waiting for them. And um, whatever those um, critical voices are and the chatter in their minds that are telling them otherwise, that's what really needs to be cleaned out first. Um, I, I want to stop right there for a second because a lot of people don't know what limiting beliefs are. And I, I do different exercises with my, my clients about finding their limiting belief. Why don't you tell us what that is? Yes. So, um, Limiting beliefs is generally, I, I would say, sweeping generalization about the world that we believe, um, you know, stemming from our childhood or stemming from, um, you know, maybe what the media says or what our peers are telling us. 
Um, so it might be there are no good guys out there. So my question is, there are no good guys out where? In, in New York, in the United States, in, in the universe? Where are there no good guys? But this, it, this can be an ingrained limiting belief. And there are several that men and women have about each other. And there are several that people have about, um, you know, negative images about what post-divorce might be like for them. I, I would love to hear, so sometimes these things I know personally are easier said than done, right? <laughs> we want to wake up, we want to be positive, we want to be enthusiastic about our future. So I would ask you, Heidi, what is kind of the first thing that we can do if we're waking up and we're feeling negative about our love life or our career? What is what it may be an exercise or something that we can do to change, you know, the wind, the dynamics of, of what's going on and look, you know, how do we pick ourselves up the and self affirmation. Yeah, asking. and 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 self motivate. Yeah, so so that's a great question and this is, you know, something I work on very often with my clients who are kind of moving from breakup to breakthrough and 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 looking to move on. And you want to really start by asking yourself the question, um, what is something that I felt held back from accomplishing or doing in my previous relationship? So that could be something in any aspect of your life. What is something that I felt held back from in my previous relationship that I can do now? And I get the greatest answers from clients when they think about that. You know, people have felt held back from so many things in their life, whether it's career, losing weight, um, laughing, dancing, singing, um, you know, traveling, Mm-hmm. Going back to school, it can be any of those and, you know, thousands more. It's breaking those patterns. You're saying about breaking patterns, really, then. Yeah, what what did I feel held back from that I can now embark on accomplishing? And then, um, you know, taking it a step further now, what is one baby step I can take towards that, um, that which I felt be- held back from that I can now do? So whether that is, um, you know, making new friends, going back to school, um, traveling, dancing, um, what's a baby step that I can take towards that this week and, and begin to make it happen? You're listening You're listening right now to Heidi Kranz, who's joining us from New York City, and she is a life coach and as well the founder of Reinvention Life Coaching. I want to talk about that baby steps because, you know, and reinvention, um, I'll tell you, I especially recently even have been approached by so many women saying, you know, I wish I could reinvent myself the way you did and everything. And, I, and one of the things I say is it took baby steps. I didn't go from there to here in, you know, 365 days to find love was a blog, but that's three years ago. And and if I thought, you know, if somebody told me then, oh, you're going to start Soul in the City and host a radio show, I would have gone, whoa, wait, you know, not happening. It was baby steps. And, and I think that's, if people looked at that, it wouldn't be as daunting. And then we kind of get there slowly and and more strong as well right it's kind of like walking into the gym I I want people to out there kind of imagine this you walk into the gym and you want to get in shape and you want to lose 20 pounds you can't just do that you have to go in you have to be you know ready to commit to it you have to also learn how to use the equipment you have to start off slow get stronger your muscles get stronger you go from five pounds to ten pounds 
that's the same thing in relationships, right, we're, Heidi? We're, we're quickly to just jump Absolutely. in. We we are not a patient society. <laughs> um, so welcome so, Tinder, <laughs> right? All good things take time and love and patience and nurturing, and so all these things take self care. You don't just get from here to there by wishing, you know, for it. You got to work for it, you know. And um, even work through the, t- you know, those are the, the biggest breakthroughs are where you work through the tough, you know, you really open up the wound and you really see what went wrong and how can I, how can I make a change and do the next, like we said, the next right thing and then the next right thing and then the next right thing. Not looking towards the end, but looking at the next right move for yourself. Right. Well, it's kind of yeah. like an elevator. You have to go from the first floor to the second all Absolutely. the way to the 10th floor. You can't just uh, hop over, right? So is yeah. there is there something like a, a self-affirmation type um, uh, ritual that you would recommend to people to do? So, you know, I do a lot of affirmations with people that are very personalized to each, you know, individual client. But, um, you know, one simple exercise that I work on with people is um, kind of creating a list of your positive traits. And this is something that we we kind of um, don't often do for ourselves. We don't often recognize what's special and fabulous about each of us. And we want to be able to really name that and articulate it so that we can go out into the dating world when we're ready to do that, knowing what we, you know, what we bring to the table. And we can go out on those job interviews knowing what we bring to the table. So very often one of my first kind of coaching assignments for the week is, creating a list of 20 positive traits about yourself. And they can be anything from the superficial, um, you know, to the deep, anything about your appearance, about your personality, your character, your spirit, your talents, and, and kind of really keeping that list close by and keep on building it every week, adding traits on there, reading it over, and really getting it into all the cells of your body. I think so and owning it too, it right? It. Really, yeah. you know, owning those yeah. traits. I think that's yeah. one of the hard things for people to do mm-hmm. is you think about all the things that you want but or, or all the things you want to be, right? But then you have to own it. And you can't just say, well, you know, I, I want to be stronger. You have to slowly get there. And, and even on that, you know, um, I was just speaking with a woman um, on the way to studio tonight, and she said to me, you know, and I wish I was as strong as, as you know, some of the women that I see. And I said, you are. We all are. We all own it. Yes. It's just we have to yes. nurture it, and we have to feed it, and we have to let ourselves grow. And, and, and as you're saying, Erica, own it. You got to own it. You, yes. You got to own it. That comes ways, with time. It doesn't come right away. No. Some, some of the ways of, of kind of um, uh, looking for those traits to, to include in your list of 20 are really asking yourself, what was it about me that got me through this difficult time, through this breakup or through this divorce? Um, h- how did I get through it? What did I rely on about myself? And then you start getting traits that come out like, well, I'm resilient, and I'm smart, and I'm uh, determined, and I'm tenacious, and, and all of those great qualities that you might not be recognizing unless you're put to the task of really composing a list. It seems like a great also self-esteem building exercise, Heidi. Yeah. They are. Yes, yes. Anyway, Heidi, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing uh, all your words of wisdoms. That's uh, Heidi Kranz. She is a professional life coach and the founder of Reinvention Life Coaching. And how can people reach you if they want to, Heidi? 
uh, visit me on my website at reinventionlifecoaching.com. And um, you have my contact information there, my upcoming events, and um, options of one-to-one coaching. Any questions, thoughts, comments about what you heard today or anything that you see on my site, I'd I'd love to uh, talk with you about it. Reinventionlifecoaching.com. Thank you so much, Heidi. And coming up next, our guests have come up with a dating spring cleanup, and they'll be joining me at the love table. You are listening to Solo on the City on CJAD 800. There's a light in the way. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to dating and getting social in Montreal. Welcome back to Soul in the City and the Love Table. And joining me, co-host Erica Diamond. Hey, Cheryl. All right. So today we have two great guests uh, on the show. And again, we're talking about spring cleaning and cleaning out our love lives. Uh, We're being joined by Deborah Rogers. She's a relationship expert and an award-winning author for a fantastic book called He Did You a Favor. It's a smart girl's guide to breaking up, waking up, and discovering the gift of you. Welcome to the show, Deborah. Thank you for having me. And um, I can't wait to talk about this all. I got to introduce Ken, though. Oh, my God. Deborah, that's just such a great title. I love that book. (laughs) (laughs) He did you a favor. That's great. It's so true sometimes. And Ken Solon, he's an acclaimed author of Act Like a Man and The Boomer Guide to Finding True Love Online. Welcome back to the show, Ken. Thanks so much for having me today. It's a pleasure having you. Last time we had you on, we talked about online dating, and now we're really going to get into the the process of cleaning out our love lives and uh, being fresh for this spring and the summer and uh, attracting new love. So I, I really wanted actually to kind of dive in there right now with Deborah um, with you about he did you a favor. You know, we're talking about, um, one of our other guests talked about breaking up to breaking through. And I, I loved what our earlier guest said. So tell us a little bit about why he did you a favor. Well, he did me a favor because I grew into myself. And I discovered who I really was and what I was really meant to do with my life. Um, I was in a relationship um, where my husband actually left me at eight months pregnant. And at the time, I had no job, I had no friends, and I had no life of my own. And so I went through a five-year journey of recovery and self-discovery. And I'm now engaged to an amazing man who is the love of my life. And I have a career that is so unbelievable, and I have a beautiful daughter. So he did me a huge favor, and those are three very big favors. And now, Ken, do you think that men go through the same type of emotional um, upheaval through a breakup? Because you do um, are the expert on act like a man. Do you think that they go vulnerable to that feeling of a breakup? Uh, sadly, no. Uh, the majority of men don't. Um, the majority of men seem to, uh, a, a woman friend of mine who's uh, late 60s who's dated for years um, before meeting somebody once asked me, why is it that men seem to just buzz like bees from one relationship to the next without taking a breath? And I said it's real simple because they don't want to feel their pain. They don't know how to feel their pain. 
and many men feel that the next relationship, uh, the woman in that relationship will somehow magically get them past that bad feeling. Uh, of course, it doesn't work that way, and, and all the same issues that uh, were problematic in the last relationship uh, generally are problematic in the next, and, and the poor woman is left thinking, wow, how did I get involved with this guy? Uh, so, no, uh, men don't do that for the most part. You actually, uh, the, you actually wrote that you say women um, build emotionally first to create a successful relationship, but that men focus on closing the relationship deal and then try to make a relationship work, right? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, women have a lifetime, especially women over 50, have a lifetime of, of friendships with other women uh, where they talk uh, incessantly about their issues, their emotional issues, their relationships, uh, whatever it is. And, and men, uh, for the most part, don't have uh, those kind of relationships with other men. So women come into relationships with uh, amazing uh, relationship skills because of all those years. Uh, and, you know, in a lot of ways, I, I hate to say this, but in a lot of ways women are just higher animals than men. Uh, they're, they're Yay, much, women! <laughs> well, they're much more emotionally evolved, and um, I did work for years with men, trying to get men to wake up. And I got to be honest, uh, guys in my generation, at least, it's pretty futile. Uh, they just don't want to go there. Deborah, um, first of all, Deborah, I want to talk about your book again. Uh, Deborah Rogers, she is the author of He Did You a Favor, and we're also talking with Ken Solon, uh, the author of Act Like a Man and several other great uh, publications. Um, Deborah, so, you know, in this process of thinking about cleaning up, what was the first thing that you had to and you would suggest people to clean out of their um, closet, let's call it, um, to reenter the dating world? Well, I think, first of all, the most important thing is to let go of your emotional baggage. So many times we hang on to past pain. Um, it's so important to, to let go of any of that fear, regret, guilt, or anger, um, to let go of any mistakes that we think that we made in the relationship. Um, and he did you a favor. I talk about opportunity mistakes. And by taking the myths out of mistake then we can learn and grow and move forward as opposed to beating up our self-esteem with a two-by-four. So letting go of the emotional baggage is very important. And also, it has to be said, can you not let go of your ex? It's so easy in this day of social media to hop onto Facebook or Instagram and kind of check out what they're doing and keep that line to your ex. And also, as time goes on, it's so easy to remember the good times and to forget the bad. <laughs> we, you know, we, we do, do that, that. <laughs> even in, we do that even, you know, if you attend a funeral, we often deify a person if, you know, if the person wasn't really that kind of a person. We remember all the good, and I think that so often happens in relationships when we break up. We we tend to remember the good, forget the bad, and that sometimes draws us in, you know, back into a toxic relationship, friendship or or relationship. Well, let's also um, talk about the fact sometimes of what we have to add to our our spring cleanup. When once we clean it up, we have to you know buy new things, and one of them is um, allowing ourselves to be vulnerable as well. And I think with the vulnerability, when it's you know 
um, a little bit um, on edge, and we do tend to latch on to something that was good to know that it was real. So what do you think, Ken, about this online part of it? Since, you know, you did write that book, The Baby Boomer Guide to Finding True Love Online. Do you think one of the things people have to do is eliminate their ex from their online present? Uh, yeah, I, I in fact I I also date coach. So uh the first thing I one of the first things I tell my clients is whatever you do when you meet somebody new for the first time, do not talk about your ex. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a no no. That's like a Seinfeld well, episode. <laughs> well, you know, I got to say I when I was dating, you know, I met my partner 4 years ago online, but when I was dating, I, I met some women who immediately went into these rants about their ex-husbands, and I thought, gee, I don't think this person's ready to date. Is, is that uh, a turn-off? <laughs> just, just a personal question. Was that that was a turn-off well, to you, right? I mean, uh, it's a turn-off and run. Got <laughs> up and left. You know, I, I, yeah, I'd say so. But um, yeah, it, it's 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 really important uh, to have. In fact, I, I wrote in my book. I wrote about um, the Boomer Guide. I wrote about um, not dating with a broken heart. You know, if you went skiing, you broke your leg. Uh, you wouldn't even think about skiing again until your leg was completely healed. I mean, completely healed. Great point. You wouldn't even have to ask your doctor. Uh, but, you know, you get your heart broken. It's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll get back on that horse again. No, you can't. <laughs> it, isn't, it isn't like getting thrown from a horse. It's not like, you know, getting fired from a job where you, mm-hmm. you go back and find another job because you have to. This is different. This requires some reflection. Um, and I think it, the reflection is partially, what did I do wrong in this relationship? So what can I learn uh, about myself that I, I don't do this in the next relationship? We have to break uh, those patterns. That's what we have to do all yeah, the time, 100%. So, Ken, um, we have to give people information of how they can contact you. Why don't you tell us your website? Uh, it's uh, com. And Deborah Rogers, um, the author of He Did You a Favor, how can people contact you? At hedidyouafavor.com. And I want to thank both of you for joining us today. It uh, was so much fun and very um, inspirational and very informative as to how to clean up our love lives. Coming up next, I'll tell you where to see and be seen in Montreal this week. You're listening to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I guess we're not happy to get This is your guide to dating and getting social in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City, and it's the social calendar, and uh, we're going to talk about what's going on, right, Erica? We have a really full calendar this week. Montreal is a hot city. (laughs) Montreal is a hot city. And by the way, if you missed any part of today's show, you can follow us on Twitter. You can also hear the show on iTunes, YouTube. Uh, Podcasts are all over the place. And uh, you can even see us and see what's going on in the city uh, and in the studio. So um, don't forget and uh, sign up on solointhecity.tv and get newsletters every once in a while as well. So we're going to kick off the week um, Sunday. There's a few things going on at 11 a.m. If you like horseback riding, the Montreal Singles Dating Events is having a ride out in St. Lazare at their ranch. It's 15 so that's a 
but get on the back and ride on out to find your love. <laughs> Sounds romantic. <laughs> Sounds romantic. Wear jeans. Don't wear shorts. It's going to hurt. Okay? And don't wear white. <laughs> and don't wear white. There you go. <laughs> um, and, if you, and you know, we, we are doing shows also coming up about smell. So if you can get through the smell of the horse and everything, it's going to be really good. Stay tuned for a show coming up about that. Then also Sunday is also Brunch in the City. This is a huge event that's taking place, and it's where a whole bunch of people get together. It's all about fashion and, and what's trending in the city. Um, and interesting enough, it's always been about women and it's a women's brunch it's the fourth edition and this year they decided to have a men's lounge so people can go out there if you have a significant other bring him along and um, I'm going to be there so come on out and uh, if you see me let's sit down and talk about relationships I'd love to know what your shtick is about uh, relationships and hear what you have to say about dating so this is happening at noon on Sunday and there's going to be DJs there lots going on then um, also it's the food trucks they're out I love it. Every The first Friday of every month. So that's happening next week. So go on down. I know my son actually went with his school. They got into like a preview of all these food trucks. It's a lot of fun. Great way to meet new people. Try different things. Ask people for advice about what they're ordering, which was their favorite truck. Um, and they're all fantastic, by the way. And I think our weather, the forecast looks so great. So great weather, great food. It makes for a, I don't know, sounds great, Cheryl. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's a lot of fun. Then um, also what's happening, um, I, I do want to um, talk about uh, this event. It's called the Luxury Avenue, and it's a fundraiser, actually. And um, they have great people coming out there. It takes place at ICAR, and it's in Mirabel. And this is a fundraiser for the Jewish General Hospital. And one of the drivers uh, that day is going to be Isabel Tremblay. It's, it's a quite expensive uh, ticket. It's $2,500, but it is an experience of a lifetime. You're going to get to drive all kinds of different cars around the tracks, Ferraris, um, it's going to be a great day. I went there last year. It's fantastic. Uh, Denis Cordero is going to be there. Gad Elmale is going to be there. Fantastic uh, comedian and actor. Yeah. Uh, our very own Rock Voisin as well. And uh, this is all going to raise money for the Pavilion K at the new critical care wing of the Jewish General Hospital. So I do know that there's a few places left. And if you want to try out some cars, um, definitely get on out there. And uh, a few speed dating events. Elite Speed Dating is hosting an event on Friday, June 3rd at 7.30. It's taking place at the Rouge Bar. Young group here, 25 to 35. And uh, guys, 36 to 45. And they're also doing another one on the 4th. And this is taking place at a... Uh, it's a very top secret location, by the way, in the Old Port. It's $100 and it starts at 7.30 p.m. So for that one, you have to go on to Elite Speed Dating, sign up, and then you get this uh, very secret invitation wow. to... sounds mysterious. It <laughs> is. And so are the people you're going to meet because you never know who's going to show up at this event. So um, get on out there. Get social, and um, now we think we have a question for this week, right? We do. We have a question from Darla, and it goes like this. Dear Cheryl, I heard your show last Saturday, and I was wondering if you think it's harder for the older kids to deal with divorce than younger kids. My 20-year-old seems to be crushed, and he resents my dating. Darla. Actually, you know, interesting. When I got divorced, um, 
I was talking to a friend of mine. He was in his 30s, and he was telling me his parents got divorced when he was in his 20s. And I can say that my older children, um, one of them took it very, very hard. And when I reflected on what my friend had said, and, and I did some reading, or a lot of reading about it, I realized a couple things. Number one is, I crushed his ideal. You know, you believe in um, happily ever after. Yeah. And especially when, you know, if you're finding yourself um, the position where you're the golden couple, um, everybody thinks that you have the perfect marriage and, mm -hmm. you know, you keep things very behind closed doors as to things that are going wrong. Um, you just knock them by, you know, on the side of the head and they don't expect it. They don't expect it for themselves and then they start questioning relationships. You know, if it doesn't work for my parents, can it work for me? And they're at the age, especially early 20s, where they might start thinking about a, at least a long-term relationship and they're getting close to a point where they might be thinking about what will my married life be like? Yeah, and how how did you help calm those those worries for well, them? Well, you know what the the fact is, you can't really calm mm -hmm. them. You can just show them that you've done your best, you know, yeah. and that you tried your best, mm -hmm. and and you, you know, um, and and it depends. Every relationship is different, but you know, I think our children realize that we really did try. And and once you explain to them that, you know, um, and you don't have to explain everything to your kids, yeah. but in my case, I chose to. And I do think that if we explain to our kids that as long as you work hard yeah, at a relationship and you give it your all, that sometimes it just doesn't work for yeah. whatever reasons. And, um, and then the dating aspect of it is, well, especially if it's men towards mothers. Uh, we've had this, uh, Donna DeLuca has been on our show, um, you know, other people who have gone through the dating thing. Um, your sons are very protective of you, yeah. you know? And the difference is the younger, because I want to touch on the younger very briefly, the younger the younger children, they want they want you to have a partner, you know? I, I mean, uh, there's like, well, can I have another daddy? Like, they don't necessarily think it through all yeah. the way. So when they see you dating, it's like, oh, I have another man to play football with if, if you're the woman in the group. Right. So um, I do think it's hard. Anyway, that's today's show. Another good show. Yeah. Lots of great information out there, right? Great conversation with some smart people. Very, very <laughs> smart people. Anyway, if you have any dating dilemmas, please write to me at info at solointhecity.tv or you can call 1-844-744-SOLO. And I'm happy to answer any of your questions. Reach to me through Twitter as well. And remember, you can hear all our shows on iTunes and on SoundCloud. So thank you, Erica, for joining me today. Thank you again for having me for another great week. And, and I look forward to next week. Next week, we'll <laughs> be doing this once again. Join us every week at 10 p.m. on CJAD 800. Uh, remember, keep integrating social solutions because we all know it's all about the kiss. See you next week. <laughs>